Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode two of Painting the Corners with Anton Schindler, brought to you by 90.5 KCSU. Now, this podcast is all about breaking down and discussing the weird and crazy baseball stories, stats, plays, and players that we've seen since the start of the MLB over 100 years ago. This week, we're going to talk about baseball being a mental game and all about slumps. You see, baseball has been around for a very long time, but with every good moment, it seems that there is, in fact, a bad one, too. Baseball is a seriously difficult sport. I mean, not only is it physically demanding, but it's also mentally draining. Things like, well, where should I throw the ball if it's hit to me? Or who is covering the bag to catch the catcher's throw if the runner steals from first and it's a lefty at the plate? Or even, what in the world did my third base coach just signal for me to do? But it's also a game that requires supreme confidence. Sometimes batters will encounter long stretches of at-bats or games where no matter what they do, they can't hit the ball or even like get on base or anything like that. This is called a slump. As an ex-baseball player, I have encountered a slump a few times in my career, and it's a horrible feeling. One game, you'll be on the top of the world, and it seems like every time you throw the bat out, you're gonna make contact with the ball, or it'll find a hole, or it'll find a gap in between defenders, and you end up getting on base. And then, all of a sudden, the ball seems to just completely elude you, going everywhere that your bat isn't. And then, even when you make contact, the ball seems to just be a magnet, and it starts sticking to the fielder's gloves. I mean, it's seriously a demoralizing thing to go through. Especially at the professional level, I, I can't even imagine what it's like. At this professional level, your performance at the plate really matters. And I mean, teams will often send a player down to the minors if their batting needs help, which can definitely crush a player's morale. And what if your team is making a playoff push, but all of a sudden your bat goes cold, so to speak? All of a sudden you can't help your team and you might put them in jeopardy for a playoff spot. However, baseball players across the MLB and even non-professional batters face a handful or even a few handfuls of slumps every season. Most of the time, they only last for a few games, up to about 10 or 12 maybe hitless appearances before the player rebuilds their confidence and ends up getting a hit and breaking out of it. However, this isn't true for everyone. If you've paid any attention to the hitless streak record, or really the Baltimore Orioles since 2019, you may know who I'm going to talk a little bit about today. And that, of course, would be Chris Davis, the power-hitting first baseman from the Baltimore Orioles. He encountered an unfortunate hitless streak, I'd say to its fullest. In 2019, Chris Davis broke the MLB record for longest hitless streak for a position player, going 0 for 54 in his at-bats. And that technically spanned over two seasons. What I mean is, the streak started on September 14th, 2018, just a few days before the season ended anyway, against the White Sox, and he was not even able to recover until April 13th, 2019, so a few days after the season started. During the streak, Chris Davis covered 62 consecutive plate appearances and walked up to the plate 
shortly before he walked away from the plate 33 times in that 2019 season before he finally ended the streak. Alright, to be fair, Chris Davis ended the streak with quite a bang, hitting a two-run single in the first inning against the Red Sox and getting another RBI double in the fifth and the eighth inning to cap off a nice four-RBI day. And if you haven't seen the video of the hit that broke the streak, I mean, I seriously recommend watching it because it really is a hilarious video. I mean, after he gets the hit, Chris Davis is smiling, standing on first base, having a great time. All of the Red Sox fans that were in attendance are standing and cheering, and they even throw the ball back into the dugout so that he can keep it in his trophy case as, you know, the ball that broke the streak. (laughs) But this really goes to show you how much of a mental game baseball really is. I mean, if you're having a bad day outside of baseball, it shows. I mean, same with a good day, of course. But I've gone through a few interviews with Chris Davis when the streak was going on, and in pretty much all of them, he seemed, frankly, unsure of what was really going on. When a reporter asked him if his swing felt different at all, he said, well, yeah. I mean, he told the reporter it should look different. And... And I think that kind of brings up a strange point. I mean, Davis explained that he was really seeing the ball well, or at least he felt like it. He felt that he was putting good swings on the pitches that he saw. And he really really just didn't know what was going on. I mean, for Davis and hundreds of other baseball players, I mean, that's just the fact of a slump. It may not even seem like you're doing anything different, but mentally you think you are and that eventually leads to changes that will eventually break players out of their slumps. And as Davis said, towards the end of the interview, he just has to keep pushing, just trying to get through the slump. I think that this really kind of speaks volumes on the kind of player that Chris Davis is as well. He understands that he is going through a bad slump, and he's willing to accept it. And I think it really does a good job of showing how baseball players see a slump. They know that it's just something that they have to work through. And they're willing to put in the time and the batting practice to get through that slump. So, let me put hitting really into perspective here. And explain why hitting a baseball might be one of the toughest things to do in sports ever. So the average speed of an MLB fastball is about 92 to 94 miles per hour. At those speeds, a baseball travels the entire 60 feet 6 inches in between the pitcher's mound and home plate in about 0.4 seconds. According to some research that I found from UC Berkeley, it takes a hitter about 0.25 seconds to both see the ball and react to the pitch. And add those instantaneous reaction times to the fact that not all pitches travel to the plate in a straight line. I mean, if it's a breaking ball or a curveball or some other sort of, or even a two-seam fastball with movement. I mean, the fact that many baseball players can have this sort of reaction and be able to make contact with a ball that is no more than about three inches in diameter with a bat that's even smaller, it's incredible. I mean, it's really a feat to be able to make good contact on a baseball. I mean, not only that, but 
you have players in the field. And especially at the professional level, they have incredible speed and agility and skills in order to catch up to the ball. If you put it into perspective like that, I feel like it's harder to justify how baseball players can even put a ball into play as consistently as they do. And I think it speaks volumes to why only getting on base from a hit 25% of the time is incredible. And I mean, as you increase that percentage to the point where players are hitting like 300 or 400, I mean, it just becomes unheard of. I mean, look at the all-time list of career batting averages for the MLB. Number one is Ty Cobb, batting 366. That's 36% of the time he gets a hit. 36% of the time. In, in school, I mean, that's failing. <laughs> I, that's unbelievable. Also, I just want to point out for all my Rockies fans out there, Todd Helton is on this list with a career batting average of .316. He's, he's tied for 63rd on this all-time list. But, but, I mean, it's incredible to think that such a low percentage is so good. I mentioned a little bit in the last episode what a slump really does to a player's career. And to kind of explain this point, I want to bring up the story of Daniel Bard. Nowadays, Daniel Bard is a pitcher for the Colorado Rockies, and I believe he's a perfect story to explain this lasting impression that the stress of baseball can put on a player just because of his career. In 2009, Daniel Bard started his career with the Boston Red Sox. With the Red Sox, he became one of the most consistent and prolific relief pitchers in baseball. In 2011, Bard set a Red Sox team record with 25 consecutive scoreless appearances and had an absolutely incredible 102 mile per hour fastball that tied up hitters before they even saw it. Soon enough, the high stress of being an incredible young pitcher looking to become a veteran star started to really get to him. Bard started to experience a loss of control over his pitches and all of his promising skills started to fade away a little bit. This phenomenon is often referred to as the yips. This term gets tossed around a lot in sports psychology, and basically it means that sometimes experienced athletes will have a sudden and unexplained loss of skill. And there's no real medical treatment or therapy for the yips other than maybe just a complete change of technique or, unfortunately, retirement. And that's kind of what Bard did. He retired soon after his loss of control and even signed with a few teams to try and get back up, eventually signing to be a player mentor for the Diamondbacks. And that was all before Daniel Bard decided, all right, let's give it one more try. So he tried out for some scouts and the Rockies finally picked him up after showing some promising stuff. Bard would later get his first save on August 11th, 2020, about nine years after his last one. Now I know that Daniel Bard is just a pitcher. He didn't have to deal with the same kind of hitting slump that Chris Davis did, but I think it's pretty similar to the same kind of idea here. The story should really strike with you just how mental baseball is. I mean, you could be at the top of your game, and then out of the blue, you may find yourself being forced into retirement. The main thing about baseball, however, is that you have to just keep pushing. As for Daniel Bard, he is absolutely dealing right now for the Rockies. 
in the 20 games that he's played, he's had about six saves, 25 strikeouts, and a 3.6 ERA that's holding him at a 3-2 record. I mean, that's a truly outstanding story. All baseball players, especially at the professional level, need to be in that mindset that there will always be another game and there will always be room for improvement. I can't imagine the kind of mental state professional baseball players must be in order to perform at the top of their game as, cons- as consistently as they do. I mean, last week we talked about the illustrious career of Cal Ripken Jr. I, I just want to know what kind of mental hardships he went through to not only stay healthy throughout his entire career, but also play at the level that he did, and to stay as consistent as he was. I may not have any professional level experience when it comes to stress that the MLB players have to endure, but I mean, I understand the kind of strain that it could put on a player. I mean, could you imagine being Chris Davis and not being able to reach base 54 times in a row? I mean, that's not only hard on your dignity, but I couldn't imagine walking back into the dugout each time. I mean, how do your teammates react to such a feat? In another interview, Chris Davis did say that it was really nice to have the fans cheer him on every time that he went up to the plate, just hoping that he wouldn't have to break this rather unfortunate record. And I think it's fair to understand that all baseball players need that kind of teammate support every once in a while, so that, after all, they don't have to deal with slumps alone. After all, and kind of circling back to what I was saying at the start of this podcast, I mean, every baseball player goes through it. This isn't just something that happens to one person and only happens once to one person. I mean, this is something that every baseball player, no matter the level, has to go through. And let's be honest, probably have to go through more than once a season. You know, like I said before, could be a lot of times during the season. So they all kind of understand what it takes to be in a slump and how to get out of a slump. So having that teammate support will definitely help to push players out of a slump. And I mean, as the great Yogi Berra once said, baseball is 90% mental, and the other half is physical. Now, there's a lot to unpack here with that quote, but I think kind of the gist of it is, more often than not, it's all in the athlete's head, where a game is won or lost. If they're not in good mental health, then you can almost guarantee a loss. You know, it's, it's not just on the field where the game is decided. So next week on Painting the Corners with Anton Schindler, we'll be talking about the incredible 13-inning National League wildcard game between the Colorado Rockies and the Chicago Cubs, and all of the really strange quirks that that game brought. And we'll rank it among other high-risk, edge-of-your-seat wildcard games from the past 100 years of the MLB postseason. Thank you for listening.